I mean, you would never just pick up the Bible on its own and read some sort of evolutionary theory onto those early chapters. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Welcome back to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpott, and we're glad you've joined us today. As always, I'm joined by Richard Caldwell, the pastor of Founders Baptist Church. And our special guest today is Dr. Nicholas Ellen, a senior professor at the College of Biblical Studies and also pastor at Community of Faith Bible Church. As always, please leave a comment for us in the comment section and do us a favor and please go to the iTunes podcast section and leave us a review. Well, recently we've had sort of a deluge of Christians writing either online or even in books about uh, the Christian faith and reconciling that with sort of a denial of the biblical creation story. And in some ways you can understand that. Obviously science has so, been so influential in our culture that a lot of people have taken hold of that and felt like it undermines maybe what the biblical creation story is actually saying. So is, here's the question for you brothers. Is the biblical creation story true? The way it's presented to us in the Bible? Yes. Yes. And, and not only is it true, I would say that if it is not true, then the gospel is not true. Because the Bible presents the sin problem that we all have as one that began in history through the fall of one man, Adam, who was created, according to the book of Genesis, in an instant, in a moment, um, by God. And the salvation story was accomplished by one man in history, the last Adam, as he's presented in Scripture, the Lord Jesus Christ. So to say that the salvation aspect of the story is accomplished in history, just like the Bible says. Mm -hmm. But the sin aspect of the story was not accomplished in history, just like the Bible says. It's to contradict exactly what the Bible says. Jesus uh, dealt with Adam and Eve, first man and woman, as historical reality. Mm -hmm. In Matthew 19, when he talks about the issue of divorce, he, he takes us all the way back to the beginning, when God made them male and female. He, he talks about how God created them male and female. That gets to the creation account. Mm -hmm. So, so if, if Christ is mistaken about creation, got a problem with the Savior, if one man didn't introduce the whole human race into sin, the, the one federal representative of mankind in the garden, Adam, didn't fall just like the Bible says, then the sin problem is not what the Bible says it is, and therefore the salvation mm -hmm. solution is not what the Bible says that it is. Mm -hmm. So not only is it true, I say if it's not true, the gospel's not true. Mm -hmm. I agree. I mean, you, you can't say uh, that it's not true and do even effective biblical counseling. Mm -hmm. uh, for me as a biblical counselor and training people in biblical counseling, we go back to the creation account because where there is a deviation from the design, biblical counselors have to know what the design is. And if the creation account is not true, then we don't have anything to lead people back to what God intended. Therefore, we're just kind of spinning our wheels in biblical counseling. Mm -hmm. So you got to go back to this is what God intended for male, female. This was God's design and, and roles for how we're to operate. Therefore, 
as we deal with sin and repentance and transformation, not recovery, but transformation, uh, it's important to see here is where we need to go. And the creation account gives us the standard for how we are to exist. The world starts with where man is. The Bible starts where man is supposed to be. And if that's not true, then what is our example of how we're to operate? Yeah, I would encourage everyone to read, read Romans 5. Paul is teaching the gospel. And he talks about the first Adam. And he talks about what this one man, the Lord Jesus, accomplished. And so he takes us all the way back to creation mm-hmm. and, and an explanation for how sin made its entrance into the world. I think another issue uh, we at least need to mention is the perspicuity of Scripture. Mm-hmm. The fact that Scripture is clear. And the only way you would read those early chapters of Genesis through an evolutionary lens is with the knowledge of evolution. I mean, you would never just pick up the Bible on its own and read some sort of evolutionary theory onto those early chapters. So, So that isn't reading truth out of the scriptures. That's taking some sort of theory and reading it onto the scriptures. I mean, the Bible talks about six days, morning and evening. It's using all the sorts of language that would lead us to believe that a day is a day and God created the, the world in six days and rested on the seventh. In the science community or even just uh, uh, secular humanists would say, well, you brothers then are Christians, are fools for, for believing that. You're denying maybe what science has taught us about, um, about the creation of the world or not the creation but the evolution of the world and how things came about. How would you guys respond? Part of my challenge would be to say, Uh, True science is observing what exists and anything added to it is metaphysical, which is more philosophy and not science. Mm -hmm. So I would challenge them at the core of saying true science doesn't tell me where it came from. It gives me evaluations of what exists. Mm -hmm. And even in classical science, uh, you're talking about looking at something as if it were a closed system. Mm -hmm. Well, we know that it's not a closed system and therefore looking at science and saying, here are the observations. However, saying that there's a God who created it, there's no contradiction Mm. unless you have a subtle agenda that again, science doesn't speak to Mm -hmm. uh, the creation of, in a proper sense, it speaks to the observation of. So science pastor is like a belief system in and of itself too, or evolutionary science, we might say. It is, it has a proper place, but it can't be used to do what it's not capable of doing. Mm. Science will never be able to explain a miracle. Mm. Um, If you're going to claim to be a Christian, Mm. uh, you're going to believe the Bible at some point, right? And so um, if you had been outside the tomb of Lazarus when Christ called him out of the grave after four days, you could have run a series of tests on him and not been able to explain how he walked out of that grave alive Mm -hmm. after his body was in a state of decay before. Mm -hmm. You could not explain that miracle with science. And so what makes us believe that we can explain, when God says he spoke everything into existence, you know, in stages, but in an instant, Mm -hmm. you can't with science uh, dissect that and figure it out. So the the only one who was there when it all came to being is the the one who tells us how he did it. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna take him at his word. Well, thanks again for joining us for the Straight Truth Podcast. And you can find more details about this podcast by going to our website, straighttruth.net. And there you can subscribe to any of our social media channels. But also be sure to go to iTunes and please subscribe to our podcast feed and be sure to leave us a review. 
Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, and you can find more details by going to walkingingrace.org. Thanks again.